0: Welcome to the Divine Play podcast. A very practical guide to living
1: with joy. I'm Shannon Morrison.
0: And my name is Marilena Lee.
1: And we are here with the beautiful Allie McElroy. Is that correct? You got it. I did it! Woohoo! I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Ali. She is an amazing human. Um, She's a high vibe, yoga flowing, van living, holistic business coach. Her superpower is helping people create the business they love while living the lifestyle they love as well. Whether it's through her yoga classes, one-on-one coaching, or self-paced courses, her framework guides you to live a life rooted in joy, freedom, and peace. Welcome, Allie. I am so excited to have this conversation.
2: Hi, thank you guys so, so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: I am so excited to learn more about you than just what's in your bio. So what, I mean, you're in your van right now. Let's just, you know, how do you create joy every day? Because that is what this podcast is all about. And I know that's what you are all, all about to your core. So just what's a little bit more about how who you are and what you do?
2: Yeah, so my name is Allie. Um, I, like you said, I coach business owners. I do a lot of yoga. I teach yoga all over the country, virtually and in person. Um, And I live in a van with my husband and our two dogs. We have a golden doodle and a golden retriever. So it gets a little crowded in 77 square feet, but I really, really love it. Um, This is not something that I expected at all that I would do ever. Um, But now that I'm in it, I could literally not like do anything else. So (laughs) that's a little bit about me. I'm from Tennessee. Um, My husband and I travel between Washington, D.C. and Tennessee between like six months out of the year. And then the rest of the six months, we spend traveling around the country. So earlier this year, we went out um, southwest, and it was gorgeous. Um, We did a ton of national parks out there. It was beautiful. Ten out of ten recommend. If you haven't been over to, like, southwest, it's so pretty there. Um, So, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um, But, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited for our conversation.
0: Yeah, Ali. so I am super curious how you define joy, not what we get from the dictionary, not what we get from pop culture, not what other people think, but what do you specifically define as living a joyful life for yourself? Yeah,
2: so I think for me, joy is one of like my top three values that I hold um, for myself personally and also in my business. Um so for me it's this like high vibrational state of being that becomes contagious like not just for yourself but also to the people and things that you are around right um so it's just like state of being that i feel anytime i'm doing something that i'm super passionate about
0: so i'm curious and i'm 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 curious how you deal with things when you're not super passionate about it like what happens if you're not super passionate about what you have to be doing right here, right now, is it possible to find joy for you in those moments where maybe you're going through something difficult or you're having to do something tough or, you know, doing your laundry, you know, or scrubbing a toilet? Like, how does joy fit into that? Because I I don't, I don't know about you. I'm not super passionate about scrubbing toilets, you know?
2: Yes. So like, what
0: about those yeah. moments?
2: I love that. Um, yeah. So for me, I think a lot of it, well, okay. This kind of goes into my backstory a little bit. So I was a school teacher, um, right out of college and I really enjoyed the school I was at. I really loved the people I worked with, but it was not something I wanted long-term, just the kind of environment, the expectations on you as like a fresh teacher or like, there was just a lot. And then the pandemic hits. So then there is a lot of, like, that where you had no, um, like you didn't know what you were going to do the following day. Like you didn't know if you were going to be teaching from home or teaching kids in school and like stuff like that. So I think for me, that was a really hard time to find joy and in those moments. Um, But also in like mundane things, like you said, scrubbing the toilet or doing the dishes. I used to hate doing the dishes so much. And when we moved into the van, you have to hand wash all of your dishes 24 seven after every single meal. So I did not appreciate that. Um, But I think, what one thing that like helped me was to kind of slow down and practice gratitude um so for like instance in the van when we are in a beautiful location or even just in a parking lot like honestly because that's part of living in a van too um just looking out the window and as I'm like doing the dishes being like grateful for the sun that's shining or being grateful for the people that I'm around or getting to Be grateful for the food that I got to just eat and the food that like nourished my body. And now I have energy to do all these things. So I think it can be possible to find joy in the mundane moments that may not always seem like super, I don't know, like things that you don't always want to do, but it's totally possible. And I think practicing gratitude and having appreciation for things can really help you kind of center you back on a joy-filled life. Thanks.
1: Awesome. Thanks. I love that answer. I love that answer. So you used to be a school teacher right out of college. You were a school teacher and in the pandemic. And I think that a lot of people just really pivoted and um, just changed what they were doing. So is that when you chose to move and travel, be nomadic, if you will? Um, So what was what occurred to you that, or what occurred in life that transitioned you from, I'm working in a school system. Besides, I mean, obviously you said the pandemic and we didn't really know, right? That unknown every single day really did cause some anxiousness in the world. And with the humans that I know, um, my kid completely changed her major uh, from nursing, (laughs) pre-med to business because- it was such chaos, right, at that time. So can you can you elaborate there? Because it was probably really stressful and unknown territory, which has all the feels, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So wh- while I was teaching, um, I was also running like a side hustle, just like a fun, it started as a fun creative outlet for me, selling essential oils. Um, and it, like I said, like teaching was really hard, like even before the pandemic hit, um, so this w- this like side hustle that I created like really was just like this outlet for me to kind of work on the things that I wanted to work on how I wanted to do it who I wanted to do it with that sort of thing um and it really opened up the world of business and entrepreneurship um and I fell like head over heels in love with it I loved setting goals for myself I loved being able to achieve those things and make it happen um so In my second year of teaching, this was kind of around the time the pandemic was hitting, like maybe May or so of 2020. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go after the goal of getting my essential oil paycheck to match or pass my teaching paycheck. Because obviously, like I don't really love like being in this atmosphere where there's so much bureaucracy and I'm being constantly told how to do things, when to do things and all that stuff. So I just craved like a sense of freedom Um, so when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, we're going after this goal. We're making it happen. We're going to do it. Um, and I worked like 17 hour days making it happen and going after what I wanted. And I hit it. I got my goal in October. Um, but I was so, so burnt out after that. Um, and my husband and I were like, okay, this is the time for us. Like we have nothing really tying us to the city we're in. He's had wanted to do van life since he was like in high school. So, he had like been all about it. He trying to give me, he had tried to convince me for like years. Um but it wasn't until that point where I was like so now. out. Turned to my resignation was like, "Okay, you know what? We need something new. Let's do it." So, we ended up like living off of our savings for 6 months or so, traveling around and I kind of just like recovered from burnout <laughs> because I did not want to work at all in those like any I didn't want to do anything business related really after I hit that um huge milestone. I think I like burnt myself out so much that I like didn't know how to come back from that. Um so when we were on the road it was a really healing experience um for those first 6 months or so because I was able to just kind of like take this time for myself. And come back to the things that I actually really loved about my business, but also figuring out a whole new way to do things. So that's when I started my own like business coaching business, started teaching yoga, all of that stuff. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about how we transitioned post pandemic.
1: I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I know that there's a lot of people that are listening um, or viewing if you're on YouTube uh, that experience burnout. Um, and so I would love for you, because I know we're in here in joy, but we get to like get to the heart of, um, I hear you're super intentional about what you create. Um, you're, you work really hard to create what you want to create and to shift your mindset and all of the things you do. Um, also, what I hear is you create whatever helped you heal you now teach others to do. That's kind of what I'm getting. Am I am I yes. getting that right? Okay.
2: Yes, you're so on it. What was yeah. So what was burnout
1: for you? Like what did it feel like? What did it, you know, give us a I mean you don't have to go build a house there, but give us a little bit of a painting, if you will, of what that looked like for you because we get to connect with the audience here and help them maybe navigate this for their for their own selves because we do want to be in business. We do want to um maybe have an irresistible offer or a coaching business or maybe excel in our professional business and elevate um and it comes with self-care gets to be part of it as well so please if you could
2: yeah so I think in the midst of the burnout I was I didn't know I had it right like I didn't know it until as it was all happening, but now looking back, I can be like, oh yeah, that happened, that happened. No wonder you were so exhausted. Like that sort of thing. So I don't think I understood it fully until I was removed from that situation. Um, whereas now I can build a business that is sustainable and I haven't burnt out at all. And it's been like three years plus running it. So that's been really, really nice. Um so in the midst of burnout, I was feeling super exhausted really. I was putting a lot of my worth in a number on a screen, whether that was how much money was in my bank account, how many followers I had on social media, how many email subscribers I would have, how many sales I was making, like what the revenue was, all those things. Right. So my worth essentially became a number and that was super unhealthy and it almost became like obsessive in a way of like, this is like what you're going towards. So like make it happen. Um, so that was not super great. Um, it made me feel really bad about myself, especially like when I wouldn't hit those milestones that I would like go after. Um, so I think if you are facing a similar situation, if you're experiencing that where you're putting your worth in a number on a screen, then I would encourage you to just step back. Like this sounds so easy, but really like try and detach yourself from the outcome Because your whole perspective will change when you are not attached to it. Like you become so much more of how you feel rather than just number that you're putting your worth in. Um, So that would be like the second thing is like focus on how you want to feel. So if you have a goal or you're visualizing like your highest self, no matter like what it looks like. Think about, like, what does that person feel like? And then start to embody those feelings now before you even have that goal. Because then when you get to that goal, you're like, oh, I was already feeling this way. I'm feeling so good. Like, this is great. Um, so I think that was one of the things that really helped me was taking a step back away from it, allowing myself to recover from that exhaustion of working those really, really long days and hustling nonstop, but also detaching myself from the worth of those numbers and focusing on how I feel.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. So
2: I'm I'm really curious,
0: right? Um, because this is something that I've heard, you know, kind of like floating around in the space of of personal growth and you know, learning how to manifest, right? And manifesting is really kind of, it's kind of a lot of times the language is very vague. And so I'm curious because you've done such a great job manifesting a life that you really desire. And for the people out there who are listening to this and they're just going like, okay, like how am I supposed to embody the feelings that I want when I'm sitting here right now with an empty bank account or I'm working 60 hours a week, like, how am I supposed to embody relaxation or calm when I'm over here in this muck? Like, how am I supposed to do that? Because it's, it's, it sounds wonderful. And practically, how do you get from point A to point B?
2: yeah i think this is great i love this so so much um so i think like honestly having the tools in your tool belt can make all the difference for you so like one thing that really helped me is like meditating um and taking like some quiet moments to myself whether that's five minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes. 30 minutes, however long you have in your day, it can even be split up throughout your day. Taking moments to kind of recenter, get mindful. How do things feel in your body? What do you need in that moment? Can be a great way to kind of put yourself back in your body and to notice how you feel to check in with yourself, right? So if you're working those 60 hour week where you are stressed out to the max, if you just take one mindful minute every hour, That can make all the difference for you because you're going to have so much more. You're going to be so much more in tune with yourself and your body. I think another way is like fueling yourself with good foods like this sounds so silly, but like when you are eating good food, you feel better. So you're going to have more energy to do the things that you want to do. Right. Um, Another thing could be like moving your body for me, I'm an Enneagram nine. And one of the things that really helps me get the energy out of my body is through movement. So that's where like a yoga practice or going for a run, or I don't know, whatever it is, it could be dancing, like it doesn't have to be some like strict workout regimen. As long as you're moving your body, you're creating those chemicals in your body to raise your vibrations, right? So I think that is a good way to easy and practically like move yourself in the direction that you want to go because when you focus more on yourself in the moment you are going to go after what you actually want like you're going to have that energy to do it so then you can start to embody it that's the way you do it is you have these practices in your tool belt and you implement them every single day
0: so this isn't just about um affirmations it's not just about positive thinking it's not just about bypassing right all of the difficult stuff in life right because we are going to have 60 hour week jobs we are going to have a parent with cancer or ms we are going to have um you know a, a major slip trip and fall and break our hip or dislocate our shoulder you know like i think a lot of people Love the idea of living with joy. And then I honestly have seen a lot of people actually come through who honestly are almost like low-key pissed off by the idea of it, right? Because they are just like, well, that's all well and good, but it's BS. Mm -hmm. People, a lot of people out there think it's BS. And I think it's so powerful that you talk about this as like building the tools in your toolkit. Because you can't be your highest and best self if you're eating, you know, 100% fast food, like your brain's not going to work optimally. And when your brain's not working optimally, you can't, you know, sit and think about what is going to bring you peace or serenity or joy, because you're like stuck in survival mode. So I think that's a really powerful tool, you know, is to think like, what is my toolkit? for myself to help me get in touch with my highest and best self. And it's important because it's not just about positive thinking. It's more than that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And also it's, I think that we go always and it, we get to ask for help. I'm not saying that at all. Cause we get to ask for help when we're not, when we're struggling, but it's, this is, this is inner work. We're going inside of ourselves to basically ask ourselves what we need. What the heck can we do right now to make us feel better? Because no one else outside of us can make us feel better. We are the only humans that can do it. And so what, and another thing you said very, very strongly that really resonated with me is it's unique to you, right? That's- um If I'm going to go work out in the gym, like I love lifting weights. That is not for everybody. Some people might be like, oh my gosh, that is so freaking boring. Like I cannot run on a treadmill for two hours. That, what? No. Mm -mm." Some people are like, oh my gosh, give me a good run, right? If a bear is chasing me, absolutely, I will run from that bear. That is the only time you will see Shannon Morrison running. Okay. So, like, I, there's, it's just unique to you. But I do, I do agree with all of this. You get to have a massive toolbox. And when you, when you have, I used to teach this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, create a toolbox, a wellness toolbox, mental health wellness, um, is still a wellness toolbox. And you get to go through that toolbox every single time you need to. And, um, and I love that. I love that. Cause it's going to prevent you from burnout once you create a toolbox, right? And, um, it's also going to shift your brain, shift your mindset, shift your energy throughout your day as you need to as well. Um, I think that's what this conversation is about. That is, that is beautiful. Oh my gosh. Yes. You're thinking about something, Allie, what are you thinking about? You're like,
2: (laughs) I I just love this kind of conversation and I think it's really cool because, I think so often we can easily make the excuse of like, oh, I don't have time to do that or oh, I can't do that. Like, I'll do it another day. But really, like, you have the time. You have it. It's the conscious choice that you make in that moment of whether or not you want to follow through on it. So I think like, and it doesn't have to be your same tools every single day. Like, what works for you one day may not be what you need the next day. So it's totally okay to like Shannon said, like sort through your toolbox and find the tool that's best for you in that moment. So I think that's really cool.
0: Yeah. I had a coach years ago, my very first coach, um, she gave us this thing called next right thinking, you know, it's like every day, you know, drinking a green juice and like eating no carbohydrates is not going to be what's going to help me access my highest, and best self. Sometimes I need like some really strong protein, you know, and I need to eat like I need to eat like a really rich diet that day because my my nervous system like needs that, you know, and like nutrition can change day to day. Sleep needs can change day to day. Like whether or not, you know, I wake up and roll out of bed and meditate, or I wake up and roll out of bed and and, like sit outside and listen to the birds sing, you know, it on every single day it's gonna be different. And that, that is a powerful practical tool is taking those mindful moments to ask yourself what you really need in that moment. And I love that you are empowering people to do that because every day is like all the tools are not one size fit all, but my toolbox is not one size fits all for every day either. And right. that's, that's a powerful practical tool. Thank you so much for sharing that.
1: Yeah. What's, what's what I what I'm getting right now is like I'm looking forward, and I too absolutely love holistic wellness and essential oils are my jam, and I don't go to the same essential oil every single day, okay. like uh, whatever is resonating with me. Like today, I wanted citrus bliss, right? And I haven't used that oil for months, but I was like, I need, to, I get to create this energy today, um, and so that 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 just is what this is, right? You get to really get in tune with where you are and what you need and anything is possible. And that's where where you get the freedom to create your own dang joy, right? I think that, and then I think the freedom to create your joy equals your peace, which is at the basis of what, you, what we're here to talk about and what your bio said, right? Is we're here to feel a sense of peace and to get that sense of peace, we get to create the freedom of the choices to um, do that inner work. And, um, oh my gosh, this is like a circle. We could, this is beautiful. This is absolutely beautiful. I love this. I love this. So you travel, you're going around the world. I am a little bit. I'm jealous. I'm just saying right now, I want to travel. It's going to happen. Um, How do you, even if you're sitting in a parking lot, um, how do you create moments or specific times of joy for yourself? I know I'm like looking at your website, looking at your Instagram, you create pieces of joy. Your your website is so calm and serene. I love the feeling of it. But what do you do every single day to create joy for yourself?
2: Yeah. So I think for me, um, I'm a big morning routine person. And when you live in such a small space with a husband or another person and two dogs it can get real cramped real fast so i think having a morning routine that's like very consistent is very good for me personally um and that's one way that i love to create joy so what i'll do is i'll normally like wake up get the bed already because we have like a the van layout where you have a table in the middle and then it converts to a bed so you got to take all that stuff out reset it Um, And then I like to make a cup of coffee, drink it real nice and slow, maybe go outside, take a walk. Um, And then when I come back, I like to meditate or, I don't know, something that helps me move my body or get centered. Um, So that could look like journaling, it could look like meditating, it could look like doing a yoga practice, going for a walk, those sorts of things. And then I normally get hungry, so (laughs) I'm a big breakfast girl. Um, so I'll normally make some breakfast and then I'll dive right into my, normally I teach like early morning yoga classes. So I get all this set up. It's really, um, it's a really positive and fun experience because each, each class essentially is in a different location, a different backdrop. So it's really cool to be able to bring people to those spaces with me virtually. Um, and then we dive into the rest of the work day. So that might look like doing some, I don't know, coaching clients, some more yoga classes, catching up on emails, inquiries, stuff like that. Um, So yeah, I feel like I try and incorporate little moments of joy throughout the day, whether it's through talking to people or making connections or just like having a really good snack that I have to look forward to or reading a book or something. So those are just a couple of ways that I like to bring joy into my day.
1: I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh.
2: Um, what time do you get, I'm curious, what time do you get out of bed? Um, normally like five to 6 a.m. I'm an early riser, but I go to bed kind of early. So (laughs) I think that's part of the reason why I wake up earlier.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. And I know, I know, like, and everybody's different. I am not a morning human, but I know that you can get so much. I have context that i can get so much more done so much more efficient if i get up before anybody else gets up in my household i totally understand um and i did that today so like i'm five six six hours in my day already and that that is really great to get caught up um to open up some joy for the backside of my day with my husband and so that's what i that's what i feel you're saying right now oh my yeah. gosh so, we ask everybody if there was, we ask everybody for, as we wrap up, we ask everybody the same question. And I am so curious because I, I just, I love your energy. I love your vibe. This is going to be beautiful, I am sure, for our audience. If you're reviewing this or you're listening, um, what is one practical thing, one piece of golden nugget information that our audience, can connect with you and can connect with creating joy or that freedom that we speak about during this conversation that they can just be like, oh my gosh, I can totally do that. I'm gonna run with it right now. Yeah.
2: What would that be? Okay, there's no pressure or anything. You like really built it up. <laughs> so I hope this is something practical that you guys can take with you. Um, I think honestly, just letting go of other people's expectations of you. I think for me, it was very difficult for me to leave the teaching profession after i had gone to college for it and had basically like set myself up for this career and then all of a sudden be like "Eh, nope we're not doing that we're like actually moving into a van and we're like picking up our lives and we're just gonna go out west until we decide to head back um and i think that created a lot of judgment from people, especially like in my personal life or just like strangers too. And they could just voice their opinions and that sort of thing. So I feel like at the time when that was happening, it was very easy for me to get caught up in that and allow it to really affect me. And I feel like no matter what you're doing, whether you're doing something as crazy as like selling everything and moving into an RV, Or if you're doing something as simple as, like, taking up a new, like, workout regimen, like, no matter what it is, I always feel like people are going to have their judgments about it. And society is always going to be telling you something about the way you should do it or how you're doing it or if you're not doing it right or wrong or whatever. But I think if you can let go of that, let go of those expectations and just focus on yourself, do what feels good for you personally you're going to be so much better off because it's not worth listening to other people's expectations of you. If you're not like, ultimately, at the end of the day, your opinion is what matters most. So focus on that. Like, don't worry about what other people are going to say. If it goes against society's norms, it's okay. Everything will work out.
0: All of the world's rules are made up anyway. Like who decided, right? Like who decided... You can't live in a van, right? And be a nomad who decided you can't, you know, build a career as a yoga teacher who decided, you know, like who is, who, who is even coming up with these arbitrary rules?
2: It makes no No, sense. uh, It's stupid. Yes. (laughs) Right. So just
0: do what you want anyway, because the rules are all BS. They're all BS. All of them. Absolutely.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that. Um, let go of other people's expectations. And I mean, it really is as simple as other people's opinions just don't freaking matter. Do you, right? Um, And that's going to create more joy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This has been a beautiful conversation, lighthearted, full of joy. Um, I love this conversation. Thank you so much for being here on this episode of, of our podcast.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys so, so much for having me. I'd love to stay connected with you all and your listeners. You can follow me on Instagram over at allie.lauren.m, or you can go head over to my website, allielauren.com, and join me the yoga class at a really fun location. I'd love to have you there as well. So thanks again for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation.
1: Absolutely.
2: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Bye, y'all. Bye.